Sandeep wants to know how you find business sellers. Let's talk about it this week. I'm David C. Barnett, and you're tuned in to Small Business and Dealmaking, the podcast, YouTube channel, and blog, where I talk about buying, selling, financing, and managing small and medium-sized businesses while controlling risk. So if you're looking to take control of your future through buying a business one day, or if you already own a business and you're looking to grow or exit, you've come to the right place. I talk about interesting things, I talk to interesting people, and I answer your questions every week right here. So be sure to hit like and be sure to hit subscribe, and let's get to it. Awesome. So Sandeep suggested this video because uh, a few weeks ago or maybe a month ago, on I was on Twitter and I put out a tweet just saying, hey, everyone, can you suggest some topics for videos that I'm going to be recording? And Sandeep responded with, how do you find sellers? Uh, and if you're on Twitter, then you can find me on Twitter too. I'm at dbarnettmoncton. Um, it's all, it should also be in the show notes here too. I'll put it on the screen. Um, and so... I get this question a lot, like, how do you find sellers? How do you find someone who wants to sell their business? And it, it kind of highlights the problem with the market for buying and selling businesses because the market for people buying and selling businesses is a confidential and secret market because if it becomes publicly known that a business is for sale, the business can be damaged, right? Customers, suppliers, employees, all kinds of people can have a negative view on the idea that a business is being put up for sale. Whether it's an informed and logical view or not, it can happen. And so people who have a business obviously don't want to impact or harm the business in any way. And so they don't put a for sale sign in front of the business. Um, and people who want to buy a business need to respect this confidentiality because if that business is something you want to buy because its cash flow will solve your problem, you know, being I want to own a profitable business, this business may do the trick. If you cause that business to be known to be a business for sale, then you could end up harming the business that's going to solve your problem, right? So it doesn't work for sell for buyers or sellers for these things to become public. So then that leads us to this question of how is this market supposed to work? if people don't know what's for sale, right? It's a problem of visibility. And so from the, the public space, if you imagine a crowd of people, the public, and then you imagine there's some businesses, from the public, we can see the businesses, but we can't see which ones are for sale. From the business's perspective, they can see the public, but they can't see who wants to buy a business and more particularly who wants to buy a business like theirs, right? So you have this visibility mismatch, or I call it an opaque market, non-transparent market, where it's hard to know what's going on because the different actors in the market can't see each other. So how do we solve the problem? Well, there are a couple of solutions. So one solution is for people who own the businesses to decide they wanna sell, to then take action to make themselves more visible. So this is what, for example, when a business owner hires a business broker to go find a buyer, or they decide on their own to put themselves onto one of the online marketplaces, you know, businessesforsale.com, bizbuysell.com, et cetera. So that's one solution to the problem. And from a buyer's point of view, we now get to see businesses that have been put up for sale, but so do all the other buyers. 
And so this creates a, a circumstance of buyer competition, which is exactly what the seller may want. They want to find as many buyers as possible in as short as amount of time, creating competition, anxiety between buyers. Hopefully the buyer or the seller hopes it's going to lead to a higher price for them, for example. So that's one solution, right? The other solution from that is undertaken from the buyer's side is to say, well, you know, if I went and I met all the business owners and developed a relationship with them and talked with them and asked them if they wanted to sell, I could sort out the people who potentially could be sellers from the other businesses without the other buyers finding out, right? And, and that's, that's the solution that we talk about a lot of the time over my coaching program. So if you go over to businessbuyeradventure.com, Business Buyer Advantage is the online course. Business Buyer Adventure is the group coaching program. A lot of the work that is being done by the members at Business Buyer Adventure is about this problem of finding businesses, targeting, searching is another term people use, right? So while it's hard potentially to find sellers because sellers are trying to stay secret and they're trying to hide themselves from being publicly known as someone trying to sell their business, finding businesses is very easy. So where do most buyers or searchers fall down is that they don't develop any kind of depth within a certain industry as far as the number of relationships that they develop. So what does this mean? Well, you decide what kind of business you want to own. And once you decide what kind of business you want to own, what industry, size, et cetera, then you can go and find those businesses. It's very easy to find those businesses, but you haven't found which ones are sellers yet. You've just identified, you know, all the dry cleaners in the city, for example. Then you have to go and create the relationships. So then you have to figure out how am I going to find out who owns these businesses and how am I going to have, how am I going to have a, a conversation? Not send a hundred emails, not, you know, harass, not blast them with, you know, form letters, like actual conversations. Go out there and meet people, talk to people, present your case, who you are, why you want to buy a business like theirs, why you would be good at running one, and then talk to them. Because here's the thing. If you remember back to when you were younger, maybe in business school, or if you've ever taken a marketing class, they talk about the, the marketing P's Product, place, price, promotion. I forget whether there's supposed to be a fifth one or not, but those four P's anyway, for sure. And they describe, you know, how you set up a item in the marketplace. So what is the product? Where is it available to place? What price? And how do we advertise or promote it? That's the promotion. So if you want to apply the marketing mix to a business, the product is the business itself. And most businesses are very unique. You know, dry cleaners are going to be similar one to the next, but in general, most, most businesses have unique qualities. That's the product. The place, well, where does this business exist? Many businesses that are brick and mortar are not that movable, or a business that serves a certain city might be movable within the city, but that's where the customers are. can't like leave the city, for example. Product place, the price and how we promote it. So what price is the business going to be sold for and how do we promote it? You know, do we use a website or whatever? So those are the four P's. 
But there's a fifth factor, a fifth factor. Because these businesses are unique and not entirely interchangeable, the fifth factor is time. Most small businesses are operated by their owner, right? We're talking about main street businesses here. And so most small businesses that go up for sale go up for sale because of a pressing personal concern on the part of the owner. That can be burnout and fatigue, divorce, poor health, the need to relocate or retirement. So you're thinking about the four P's and then you're thinking about this last factor, which is time. So you can go out there and you can create relationships in a certain industry. You can meet a bunch of business owners. You can talk with them on and off, figuring out which one might want to sell. And then something happens to one of them. And all of a sudden you're in the right time. Because all of a sudden, one of those businesses that wasn't for sale yesterday is now available for sale today. And that's that's the key to this whole thing, is to create those relationships, to talk with the business owners, to figure out what you want, why, and how you will deliver value to that type of business, and then create the relationships before the business owner decides that they want to sell. Because remember the visibility problem that I opened up with? Now you've solved the business owner's visibility problem. At the beginning, I said, if all the people are you know, standing together in a crowd and the businesses are around them, the business can see the crowd, but they can't identify the buyers. Well, if you create a relationship with the business owners whose businesses you're interested in buying, now they know who can buy their business. It's you, right? But all of this has one major problem. It's work. It takes time. It takes effort. I've, I'll tell you, some of the people that I've worked with that I've coached have spent years doing this. And then all of a sudden, opportunities appear. And that's the type of commitment it takes to, to do this. You know, you can, you can either try to contact thousands of businesses hoping to luck out that you're contacting one person on the right day and they're willing to reveal the fact that they're willing to sell to a stranger or you can try to create deeper roots within a certain industry or category and then wait for one of those people to want to sell and decide that they want to deal with you before they go looking at some other avenue like an online website or going to a broker or something like that. So Sandeep, I hope that answers your question. Um, and uh, like a lot of opportunities out there, it takes work. Anyway, um, come on over, check out businessbuyeradventure.com if you're curious about the coaching program. Uh, it's a fantastic group of people that are all looking at, they're all searching to buy a business. About half of them are already business owners looking to grow through acquisition. The other half are people that want to leave their job through buying a business. And we meet several times a month. Uh, we have expert guest speakers to come in and talk to the group. Uh, we have a Facebook group where we share information and What's fantastic about it is that you actually get a front row seat while other people are working on their deals. So not only do you get my help in working on your deal, but you get to learn from other people, seeing what they're doing and people in the group help each other because there's a very lots of varied experience represented by the different people in the group. So there are really tremendous conversations. They're all recorded and there's an archive there. So people that join get to listen to all the conversations that happened beforehand as well. So check it out over at businessbuyeradventure.com. And with that, I'll say see you later. We'll talk next time. Don't forget to hit that like button. Cheers. 
So how can you learn more about buying, selling, financing, and managing small and medium-sized businesses? Easy. Head over to my blog site, davidcbarnett.com, where you can learn more about me and how I work with my clients. You can learn more about my books and the online courses that I've prepared for you. You can find out about how to subscribe to my email list, the YouTube playlist, etc. There's literally hundreds of hours of content there, all for free, and I'd love for you to be my guest. Special thanks go out to Jeff Alpaw Customs for being my tailor. Men all around the world can look dangerous, just like me, with the help of Jeff Alpaw Customs. JeffAlpaw.com. Use the code DCB10 to save. They handle multiple currencies and ship anywhere you happen to be.